All good. This is Bree, and that's Mick. Hi. And you're listening to Stream Queens. <laughs> it's a podcast where two millennials, uh, us, just take turns selecting movies weekly to discuss. <laughs> Plot twist, it's a movie the other one hasn't seen. Yeah. This is our very first episode. Yay. Our very first time. Yay. Shout out to first timers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and kind of what makes us a little bit more unique, too, is that we're different ages of millennials i think i mean not that age is like a huge factor but we grew up in different kind of eras watching movies so um yeah i'm just really excited to do this with you and watch movies and talk about it and i don't know it'll be fun and we're excited that you're here and want to listen to us ramble yay yay (laughs) so just to get to know us a little bit mick and i were thinking we could just share maybe genres of movies we like Mm -hmm. or favorite movies I really suck at picking a favorite movie. Yeah, I have five that I'm going to talk about. Oh, dude, go first. Okay. My number one is Lord of the Rings trilogy. All three of them are tied. Know Mm -hmm. the Hobbits, because those sucked. Um, But, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. But yeah, Lord of the Rings was like the first fantasy series that I watched. Well, besides Star Wars. But this one meant a lot more to me. I grew up watching it with like my brother and dad. And I don't know. They always have... My first tattoo was a Lord of the Rings tattoo. Bitch. So... (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of like when somebody asks, like, what's your favorite movies? That's probably the first one I say. Then also, <laughs> Mean Girls, iconic. As yes. Well, our queens, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Mean Girls, it came out when I was like in, oh gosh, fifth grade? <gasps> I know, maybe a little bit younger, but it I was, was 10th or 11th grade. Too. Yeah, but okay, well then, how far? It makes sense. We're, yeah. we're pretty close to that. Yeah. Next is a. Uh, Breakup movie. Played on me. What is it? Five hundred days of summer. <sighs> My little emo self was like, "Yeah, relationships don't last." And Zoe Deschanel also kind. And that yes. soundtrack is bomb. Also, we apologize for our voices. We are both either well, we had colds. You're kind of getting over it more than I am. I usually don't sound like this all the time, so hopefully it's coming through. Or maybe we do sound like this all the time, and fuck us, it's fine. Yeah, I don't care. I'm always sick. Anyways, the other movie I want to talk about is Hot Rod. (laughs) (laughs) I said you look shitty! (laughs) But you're green teal goddamn day! (laughs) That was, so that's kind of like the humor. I watched very inappropriate shows and movies at a young age. Like, I was watching South Park in, like, fourth grade. So, I don't know, Hot Rod was, like, that's, like, my kind of humor that I like. And I still love it. I... Oh my goddamn movie. I just don't know why, but it's so stupid. It's so funny. And then I think the other genre that's kind of more my thing is like the dramatic indie undercover ones. Mm -hmm. So inside Lewin Davis, which is what I want you to watch. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen um, that one. It has like an amazing cast in it, like a emo, I keep seeing emo, emo, like a disturbed, (laughs) depressed, bearded man who can sing and play guitar, and I'm just like, let me fix you. Oh, that sounds like every boy I've ever done. Yeah, and JT's in there, and it's just a really good cast and really beautiful movie. I cried. I mean, it's depressing as hell, but I love depressing movies, so. All right, well, that's kind of my genres. I mean, you don't have to do, like, specific movies, but those are, like, the five movies that I can think of that kind of shape what kind of movies I like to watch. I was going to say, there are definitely some in there that resonate with me clearly. Yeah. Oh, also, like, yeah. action movies I didn't get to talk about, but, like, huge, I was going like, Marvel I, fan. And, yeah. I feel like that's definitely <clears throat> one of those things that I noticed between us is you definitely have those, the, that kind of that action style yeah. in your mix, too, where I just, I never got into that stuff. Yeah. Not that I don't think I wouldn't like them. Yeah. Um, but I just put 
just kind of general genres mm-hmm. that I like. I, I'm all about comedy, rom-coms, musicals. I Oh, like, musicals, really? Oh, yeah. But you haven't seen La La Land. Well, no, but... <laughs> Still, I love musicals, too, so I should put that out. I, I, well. I slightly live under a rock, yeah. too. But you've seen a lot of movies. Like, I, our lists are completely different. Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah, when I think of your kind of movies, I think of, like, the rom-con pop. Oh, yeah. Cult movies. Oh, my God, I love just pop culture mm-hmm. in general and the yep. stupid cult movies that... Drop Dead Gorgeous, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, that would be on my top five. <clears throat> Shoot, I was going to do that one, too. <laughs> um, should we do this? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. So what's our first movie this week, Brian? Which movie did you make me watch? Yeah, so this <laughs> week, poor Mick had to watch Scream. I'm honestly shocked I haven't seen this movie. Because I've seen, like, every other scary movie. I've seen Halloween, like, all of them. Yeah. I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, Children of the Corn, like, all those stupid movies. Yet, I've never seen Scream. And this, this movie is... Is still 20 years later relevant that's isn't that crazy <laughs> hear me out it truly is i was i was doing my research right because mm-hmm. i picked this movie and i couldn't be a dumb bitch and not know anything about it <laughs> and it's been around for 20 plus years 23 23 years that's thank you and <laughs> think of like all the kids that still dress up as Ghostface for mm-hmm. halloween yeah it has now made its way the the series itself and now the, te- oh, the there's the tv right. show the, now. the tv okay. show on mtv it is now one of the biggest uh, horror franchises. Weird. Super cool. So before we jump in, I did I did want to give some context to this film. Okay. Do you want my background knowledge first? Yes. Please tell me what you know okay. and don't know or whatever about this movie. I was literally two years old when this came out. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I do not, didn't, obviously I was two years old, so I didn't know like the culture or like the vibes of, I mean, I've seen 90s movies and I've always thought they were like cheesy and stupid. They totally are, but that's like <laughs> kind of the 90s I know. Nostalgia, right? Like Yeah, but I mean I don't get that, so that's so some that's parts are really funny to me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I um, love it. The only like scene that I remember is the opening with Drew Barrymore. And I've seen scary movies, so I knew <laughs> all of the jokes from that. Yes. So um like I don't rem- I haven't seen a scary movie in a long time, but there were some parts that I just like laughed at because I remember just <laughs> Yes them making fun of it. So I kinda knew it and all the like inside jokes from it, but otherwise I've never seen it. I love it. I will I'm super excited to dive in. I did, like I said, want to give a couple little background things here for context for the film. Yes. Um, did you know this was based on true events or loosely based on true events. I haven't looked this up, but it's from Gainesville, Florida. There was a bunch of teen murders. Oh it was written in three days. That makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that makes a lot of goddamn sense. <laughs> there were seven total deaths in the movie, but to this day, the series itself, so all of the movies and now the TV show, mm-hmm. hold the highest death count in all horror series to date. Seriously? Yes. That's surprising. Yeah. That's really surprising, because, I mean, you think of, like, House of a Thousand Corpse, or they're just like, well, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of, like, good scary movies in a long time. And I wonder like, the how classics. they, how they, yeah, I wonder if they have compared it to the classics, yeah. and that's what they're going off of, you know, like mm. you said, Halloween, and yeah, the probably, ones they reference. Yeah, probably not, like, the new gory-ass movies that just, like, kill everybody. That just slaughter city. Probably just, like, traditional. I don't know what we're talking about. We're making assumptions. Yeah, it's, you know what, like we said, <laughs> fuck us, we don't, we don't know anything. Um, most of the stuff came off of Google and Wikipedia. Mine came from my brain. After this film was released, caller ID sales skyrocketed. Okay, that's one of the notes I made. I was like, this would be so much easier just caller ID. I know. And I was like, oh my God, even like 
thinking about the landline was a thing. <laughs> the landline. So I that, do remember a landline. So they've got the landline and dial-up internet and no caller ID in 96. But they do bring up a couple cell phones, but they yeah. call them cellular phones. Cellular devices. Uh, the last thing I wanted to touch on. So this movie was super controversial because uh, it, it spiked some copycat crimes. That makes sense too. Uh, I've got I've got a couple here that I wanted to share. <gasps> yes, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So a 16 year old and his 14 year old cousin stabbed his mother 45 times. Jesus. Claiming inspiration from the film in 1998. But what did your mom do? I know. That's rude. I know. In 1999, a 13 year old boy was stabbed multiple times in the back and head by two of his friends. Back of the head? I don't know why that freaks me out. It freaks. It I know. I read that and I chills. Ugh. I couldn't handle it. Ugh. And they both said that they had watched the movie prior to the attack. Just why that many times? I, I feel like because three it, times is enough. I feel like, let's get on to a happier note, I suppose, with such a lighthearted movie <clears throat> to get us started here. I mean, it's really stupid, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just going to rip You know what? And you can rip on it the whole time. That's the point of this podcast. Oh, you're not going to like the movies I pick out. Oh my God, I'm happen. so excited. <laughs> so to get us started here, just a little uh, detail about the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, the synopsis here. Okay. A year after her mother's brutal murder, mm -hmm. a high school girl and her friends are stalked by a serial killer who is obsessed with horror movies. Mm. <gasps> Did you have a scary movie growing up? A like, favorite one? Ooh. Uh, well, like every Friday we would rent a movie, basically on the weekends. Oh yeah. With uh, me and my brother and my cousin, we watch a lot of scary movies. I don't don't really have a favorite, but I've seen a lot. I don't know. I don't like clowns at all. I think The Shining is my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. I love Stephen King. And mm -hmm. That the book was way scarier than the movie. The movie I kind of laugh at, but. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I think The Shining's my favorite scary movie. I should maybe read that book. <gasps> it's amazing. I don't have it, but I want to get it, so. I have, like, yes. every other Stephen King book, so. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. What was yours growing up? Oh, my God. It was the Scream series. Really? So I was a fifth or sixth grader when this first one came out, and I just obsessed over them with my friends. We used mm -hmm. to, back in the day when it was VHS, we used to get them all the time, mm -hmm. you know, from the local yep. <laughs> movie rental. We talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's, we watched these at sleepovers all of the fucking time. Okay. Loved them. So that's why, that's why I picked this one, too. Gotcha. All right, here we go. We're going to jump in. Okay. So, opening scene. Yep. I called it the Drew Barrymore scene. Yes, which it is. Okay, is this like the first scene she was in ever? No, she was an E.T., dude. Oh, yeah, duh. When she I was, like, a little baby. Movie. Yeah. yeah. She's, like, a... What, the Reese's Pizza Cup? And wasn't she born into, like, an actress kind of family? Oh, so? yeah. I don't know her background at all. Someone tell us her family. I don't know. I really don't care that much anyways. Um, I did note that there was no, like, introduction. They just, like, right to it. And I think that's what's different now, because movies these days are just, like, oh, my God, like, two-minute introduction of everything. Yep. They're just, like, fuck it, straight to murder, so... They did. I appreciate that, and I think it's a pretty scary concept yeah, yeah. and so I was like it doesn't first, prepare you no it's just like straight up it's like this is murder yeah <laughs> so we so we see Kate Casey's her name in oh, this yeah. giant ass house I still call her Drew Barrymore oh yeah well that's what she is it's Drew we see Drew in this big ass house making popcorn waiting for her boyfriend is she waiting for her boyfriend or is she gonna watch the movie alone I, I don't I, thought, I guess it doesn't matter well yeah later on she says something about I called my boyfriend and he's on his way. But she lied about it. Yeah. I had, okay. Sorry, <gasps> you go. Shit, you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she's going to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. 
like I said earlier, I noticed the landline, the VHS yep. collection, the Jiffy Pop popcorn on the stove. Yeah, I haven't made one of those in a long time. Do they even make that? That's, like, got to be a it was burning also, problem. It was, well, obviously, it started a fire in her goddamn house. Right. <laughs> like, that's a thing? I... I don't, I don't know. That seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about favorite candies that I had mm-hmm. that no longer exist. Do you have a favorite? Oh, those little egg things, the chocolate egg, and you, like, bit into them, and you got little, like... The Wonder Ball, and that's what I put. Yes! <laughs> this is why we're friends. <laughs> What's in a Wonder Ball? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yummy Nestle chocolate with candy shapes inside. Yeah? Yikes. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I just remember eating them. <laughs> So she gets this call, right? Mm-hmm. And it's from Ghostface. And she, you know, we don't know. She doesn't know. Okay. Yes. I have a question. So in some of their conversations, she's like, there are 9800 numbers if you want to talk to someone. Was that like a sex line? That's a sex line, yeah. <laughs> I called it. That's amazing. Yes, because I was like. That was a thing, dude. They would talk sexy to you and... They pretended they were, like, these hot 20, maybe 18-year-old I mean, something. That was a pretty good comeback by her, though. I know. I was pretty proud of that. Like, good for her. Honestly, too, I would have just stopped answering the phone if some asshole was going to call me that many times. Or, you know, call the police. Call the police. Right away. Call the police. Like, if you learn anything from these stupid horror movies, just call the police. Just call the fucking police. Yeah. Even if they're not going to get there right away. Who cares? Oh, whatever. They'll get there eventually. Anyways. So she's on this phone. She's on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then we, she realizes that her boyfriend is being held captive. And this is the line that freaks me the fuck out. To this day, still skin crawls. She screams, what do you want? And he replies, to see what your insides look like. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Freaks me out. Anyways, what were you going to add? <laughs> I do have a boyfriend. He's big and plays football. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> oh, you dumb bitch. I was like, why are you flirting with him then? Like, yeah, he was, she, she was straight up flirting she with totally him. she totally was. Like, and I was like, I even wrote, like, is this how, it, like, dating worked in the 90s? You just dial random numbers and you're like, hey, what are you doing? Sometimes. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Also, I did not know about the boyfriend part. I Because yeah. I've, I've never seen this movie, so I didn't know that, like, he actually captured the boyfriend and was like gonna kill him yeah so. so that was the guy that was sitting outside so mm-hmm. yeah she turns the light on she sees him out there mm-hmm. and he's all wrapped up whatever and she now has to play this game mm-hmm. get the correct answers he won't die mm-hmm. she gets it wrong i know he gets murdered then she gets brutally murdered and hung in a tree for her parents to find her yeah that was fucked up i did not so like that. fucked up I, and something about hanging from the tree like why the extra mile why hang her in the fucking... And, okay, what was really sad, too, was when she was on the phone and the mom's like, I can hear her, I can hear her. I was like... Oh, fuck, that was so hard. Also, fuck the dad for being like, go outside and go to the neighbors while I call the police. Like, fuck you, you just let your wife go out alone when you know someone's, when like, someone's out around? there around? Why don't you keep her by you and you call the police together? Right. <sighs> it makes no sense to me. Scream appears and we cut to Sydney's room. So question, yes. uh, this mask that he wears, was that an actual thing before this movie, or did they make it specifically for the movie? It, they they made it for this movie. Gotcha. And they got the idea from some painting. Yeah, it's that painting with the hands like this. Yes. And goes, oh. It's so fucking creepy. Picasso. Is it a Picasso painting? I'm pretty sure. Don't Google us, dumb bitches. We, we're not, we're not <laughs> correct. Don't tell us, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's Picasso. It's Picasso. Everything's Picasso yes. in art. So we get into her bedroom. <laughs> My first 
Yes, tell me what you think right when she gets in, when you get into this bedroom. <laughs> My first note was LOL at her janky-ass computer. <laughs> what right? is she even typing? Like, it looks like code. Oh, my God, and it was, because back in the day, that's, like, literally all computers were used for. Well, I remember when we what first... What was she doing, though? What was she working on? Who the fuck knows? She's apparently an IT expert. I don't know. We may never know. <sighs> My first thought when we were when in her bedroom... Mm-hmm. Why was the cute boy crawling through the window with a ladder such a staple in the 90s? I don't know. And do you remember this? It was in mm-hmm. so many shitty throwing, 90 movies. Yeah, throwing rocks at windows Yeah, and, shit. and like Dawson's Creek always crawling through the windows. Lock your windows, ladies. I don't care how cute he is. Parents should lock your door. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? The dad's just like, oh, I thought I heard a scream. Well, did you see the ladder in her open window? Yeah. <laughs> First hint that maybe someone snuck in. What the fuck? Talking about this guy, what a great first impression. The exorcist was on and it made me think of you. Oh, oh cool. So a girl rotating her head and being possessed by a devil and vomiting everywhere made you think of me? How fucking romantic. Well, yeah, and then he's like, I just want to do over-the-clothes stuff. Yeah, and they said something about, like, how do we make a relationship X-rated again? And then she's like, starts making out with him. And I'm like, how does that work? Well, and then he like tries to feel her up. You guys, this is real. Some of you have maybe seen this movie. Some of you haven't. He literally tries to put his hand up her pants. And she's like, mm, and she literally says, I appreciate the romantic jester. It's not a jester. He just wants to fuck you, girl. That is, that <laughs> is not, I'm not romantic. And that, girls have boundaries. Exactly. Also, he said like, you see what you do to me? I'm like, bro, you're 16 years old. Anything makes you horny. I like, you have a boner 24-7. You would fuck anything that moves. Seriously. <laughs> Honestly. It's always yeah, like the douchey, easy. it's always the douchey 90s, early 2000s yeah. boy with the slicked back hair. I know. Not a great, great first impression for me. No. Just want to put it out there. Technically, you don't see boobs in PG-13 movies, right? You just get, like, one F-bomb. Yep. Dumb bitch. Sorry. Yeah. And, well, she's and like, then I want a relationship to be PG-13. Let me show you my titties. Yeah, well, and then <laughs> she was doing that because, like, he was just getting all pissed off. And I'm like, girl, you don't have to show your tits. No. And then he, she shows her tits, and then he calls her a tease. I'm like, she could, just can't win in this situation. Yep. yep. Sorry, you guys. The cat is up in this business. Get Moxon. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Okay. He's good. We're good. Everything's fine. Cat. He falls on his feet. He's fine. <laughs> you guys will get to know him, I'm sure, at some point. So the dad comes in and is like, I have to go on this mystery work trip. What is his job? I don't think it says anything. He stayed at the Hilton, though. That's all I remember. Classy. Seems like she's used to it. Yeah, so like, mom was murdered a year ago, almost exactly. I Dad's got a business trip. At this point, though. Right? So right? I was like, hmm, what happened? And then we cut to the next day and we're at school. Okay. Why the fuck is the school open after two classmates were brutally murdered? Right? Okay, that's a way better thought than, than mine. My first thought was wait, the actual fuck, the Fonz is the principal. Oh, I thought I know him as John Ralphio's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was the Fonz. <laughs> That is so. Good. I literally was like, "Oh, John Ralphio's dad, what's up?" Like, did you ever watch Happy Days? No. It was like I don't know. Let's just say from the seventies. Okay. Correct me. I know I'm fucking stupid. Wasn't it like fifties or sixties? Probably. <laughs> you know what? It was probably made before TV was even in color. The show was, no, it was in color. Okay, the show was great. Okay, it yeah, great. but I know him as. Jeff Ralphio's dad Parks and Rec. Oh, I love that they blame the murders on drugs and cults. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that too. And I also love that we're at the school, right, and we get into the classroom, and they're openly just talking about these murders. Okay, Tatum, Larry, that's a... 
Yeah, the, the best. She's fucking ruthless. Oh, yeah. She's like, well, they're not doing nothing anymore because they got murdered. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, girl. Like, like, yeah, she, like, no one gives a fuck. They all look like they're in their 20s and they're obsessed with murder. Also, same. Well, yeah. We look like we're in our 20s also, no matter what. You are in your 20s. So. I look like I'm 16 most, most of the time. So it's fine. <laughs> she, you guys, you, you can't see this right now, but she's literally wearing a scrunchie. <laughs> she's, they're coming back. Well, they are back. She, I, for a while. Oh, I'm just I'm saying. I'm on the train. I'm saying you wore it in preparation for our 90s movie class. No, tonight. it's just the only thing that can hold my hair up. <laughs> <laughs> They were not very subtle about the foreshadowing of the mom's death. They're like, Tam's like, there hasn't been a murder this bad since. Oh, never mind. Oh, my God. And then she looks pointedly away, and I'm like. Like, bitch. Then principal. (laughs) Because I'm a sexual principal, and I just said, hi, John Ralphio's dad and hot young mustache cop. And I do remember (laughs) Scary Movie making fun of that damn cop. (laughs) Dewey into, oh, what they call I don't know. I feel bad. Thank you. Duty or Officer Doofy? I don't know. <laughs> Thing is, he's spot on. <coughs> they look Sorry. identical in both of those movies. I know. Um, also, why are there no guidance counselors or like? Uh, for the fa- why is school just happening? I don't know. And they're like, oh, we're gonna interview every single kid. You know how many kids there are in a high school? Yeah, that would take more than a day. Why don't you just question like their friends or something or? Right, like, like the close friends to R- Drew, Casey, yeah. whatever know. we're calling her. Yeah. Uh, let's also talk about. Their good buddy Randy, the horror okay, obsessed I got his name critic. Right. Okay. Yes. I couldn't remember <laughs> when I wrote this up. I said Stu is a douche, and Randy's making himself look really suspicious. Yeah. The one thing I do love about him, he worked at a fucking blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. So at this point, there's a murderer on the loose. Sydney's freaking out. Mm-hmm. She decides to stay at BFF Tatum's house. Yes. But before she does that, right? Obviously, she's got to go back to her place. Yeah, like, where is this placed? Do you know? California, I think. All the houses are so damn nice, they should just, like, They're all hire... rich as fuck. Yeah, they should just hire a nanny or, like, someone to just, like, stay there with her. Well, and also, don't they have, like, shouldn't they have some sort of police patrol or community? Yeah, like, if it's, you think the same killer Watch. that killed that mother is... Loose. No, the killer was in jail, they thought. They thought. Okay, yeah, that was... Never mind. It's just a thought, I just don't... I don't get it. Also, think her clothes look comfy as fuck, and I'm really glad that the 90s are coming back. Because you mentioned my scrunchie. That's coming back. High-waisted shit. Big sweaters. Big sweaters. here. Funky hair clips. You said scrunchies. That was really gross. I should stop, like, sniffling in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then also, um, her friend is still ruthless and telling her to suck it up, and... She said the way, like, well, they didn't die until, like, 10 p.m., so you're fine. So you're fine, bitch. And Sydney is waiting for Tatum to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And she gets another, she gets a call from Ghostface, who jumps from the closet yeah. into her fucking house. Didn't like that. No. I That scares the shit out of me. Especially me and you both are, like, come from the country. People could break into our houses at any time they wanted. Yeah. Like, and no one would fucking know. No. And that, that scares the shit out of me. That like, literally, that... To this day, still terrifies me. Well, now I am. Even I had like my locked apartment, and I was like, "Oh God, is he in here?" I don't know. It's just so scary. It is, and maybe we're just paranoid. We have anxiety anxiety and depression. Oh yeah, Um, it'll get (laughs) you. It'll get you. I said, "Oh shit, it's happening to her." I was like, "Hopefully, she's smarter than the last girl." They can't 
kill off the hot main chick right away. Right, right. Like, because like, we're, we're still rooting for her, we're, right? We're getting invested in her. We don't know her specific backstory yet. Be goddamn rude if they If they just right cut away. her off right yeah. away. Well, and, and like you had mentioned before, can we please talk about this bedroom? Bitch had her own computer. And I know it was something from the dinosaur ages, but yeah. she had, think of how rich your family must be, yeah. that she had her own computer in her own room. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And think about... If you had your own computer, you also had to have separate landlines if you wanted to be able to use the yeah. phone and the internet at the same time. Yeah, she, she were like, rich. called 911 yes. off her computer. Which, how the fuck does that even work? I don't know. Someone realist that. I, I want to know fake. how that works. I think it was made up for the movie. It was just made up for the movie. I was like, that doesn't make sense. That didn't happen. There's no way that happened. <laughs> She's yeah. just like, boop, 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 And then yeah. just like 911 showed up. Yeah. No. Okay. And then after she like kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. And like he disappears. The fuckboy comes up. Da, 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 fucking Billy comes yeah. through the window Billy, again. That's his name. Billy. Douchebag Billy. And then I was like, cell phone falls on his pocket. Yeah, just mysteriously his cell phone. We're gonna How assume How expensive were cell phones back? Well, probably really expensive. And we're gonna assume it's a Nokia. Well duh. Was there any other I think that was the only brand that was around. Is the boyfriend just killing people because he won't get laid? Pent up blue balls so bad he's killing people. You know, like It's not the worst idea. <laughs> I get it, but not really. At least leave your girlfriend alone that you're trying to get laid by. Right. Or right. just don't kill people. Just honestly though, just, just put the hand fi- right there. Put the five finger grip on her. Then <laughs> you're done. And just get her out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Sydney flees out the front door and yes. runs into the police. Yay! Yay, she's And they arrest saved. her boyfriend. Because why the fuck did he have the cell phone? Yeah. So yeah, it must not be that common if they're like <gasps> cell phone. Well, honestly, dude, I didn't even have a cell phone until I was 18 and going to college. So that's how rare it was. I didn't even have friends in high school, really, that had cell phones. Isn't that crazy? I mean... Was that something you had more of at your school? Yeah. Uh, So a lot of us got our cell phones in, like, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. Okay. And a lot of it was, like, pay-as-you-go flip phones or... Oh, shit, I forgot about the Razor phones, yeah. I forgot about the pay-as-you-go. I mean, because I come from a small town where you have to, like, drive really far to get to school and stuff. And so everyone's spread safety. out. And it's just for, like, after-school sports or, like, whatever. So you don't get murdered. Yeah. And yeah. I had, like, I always had, like, the shittiest kind of. Your parents just like, I'll never buy you a new one. And then they bought you a new one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, like, smartphones weren't a thing until, like, my senior year of high school. Oh, my I God. When people right? started getting touch screens. And everyone, like, oh, my God, that first iPhone. Everyone thought they were hot shit with that. Oh, Yeah. They kind of were. They were, yeah. It was, it was a $1,000 phone. I had, like, a shitty little, like, Samsung touchscreen thing. I was like, oh. My first cell phone was this, we called it the dinosaur. It was a pink <laughs> flip phone oh, no. that you could really shittily text on, and it had an antenna. So, like, on the house bunny. Remember we watched that <laughs> the other day? That's my fucking phone. That was the phone I had. I had a razor at one point, so I thought it was oh, hot f- shit. Fancy. Fancy as yeah. fuck. It was hot pink razor. Oh, so we both had pink phones. That's cute. Obviously. So she runs into the police. Next scene, we're at the police station. <laughs> Again, really noticing all of that high-tech computer shit. <laughs> and cameras. And like, cameras everywhere. Camcorders everywhere. I said, LOL, Courtney Cox. Was yes! during the Friends era? I, I was going to bring that up. I did check, and they were filming season three of Friends when she was in this. Good for her. Hate the show, though. You're going to get some serious backlash from peeps for this, okay. making that comment. I know. I You're, tried. You know what? I can't do it. That's Did okay. not age well. You know what? And I was... That is okay. It's not for everyone. No. I'm here to take it. It's fine. Bring on that hate about friends. Oh, I don't care. Bring it. Billy is questioned by Dewey, and I loved this line 
what were you doing with that cellular phone, son? Um, <laughs> mind you, Dewey is 25. Cellular phone. Okay, I wrote that. I'm 25. Yeah. The fucker looks like he's 12. How is he a successful deputy at yeah. 25? But he still lives with his mom. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? I mean, I guess police isn't. But still, I mean, you, you can't just be like the deputy of the town at 25 living with your mom and, and it's love, like in suburbia. I love that Tatum shits on him too all the time. Oh, I she's love like, it. Well, I'm wearing the badge. You have to respect me. And she's like, shut up. Let's go. I don't know how I feel about him. I just, I don't really have feelings. There's just a lot of things about him that I... Problematic. <laughs> it, there's a lot of problematic things with that character. Mm-hmm. Also, Sydney punched Courtney Cox in the face. That was cool. I, I wrote that down too. I said I loved the scene because the fucking bitch punch. Mm-hmm. Go, Sydney, you queen. Yes. I never thought I would love seeing mm-hmm. Courtney Cox get fucking punched in the face. But also, I kind of like her character a lot. I was going to ask how you felt about Gail. Didn't like her at first, uh-huh. but I understand it. I feel like if you're a writer, like a news reporter, you got to get that story. She probably wasn't being very sensitive about it. Right. But she comes around at the end. She does. And I kind of like, I like her and Kenny's little relationship. But his joke, she's like, get your camera, Jesus. And he's like, my name is not Jesus. I was like, oh, wow, well, dad joke. <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> he, he is kind of a dad. Aw, right. rip dad. Also, soundtrack? Can I put that up there? Oh, yeah. The fucking Peaky Blinders song. The red, um. I've um, never. You've never seen Peaky Blinders? No. Okay. Well, it's in a lot of other movies, too. Okay. It's like, just a white horse with his red rice. And so, like, I saw Peaky Blinders first, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then also there was another one. They played the acoustic um, version of Don't Fear the Reaper. They oh, played that at yes. one point. And I was like, dude, that's dope. It was so good. Yeah. It was so, so good. The soundtrack's pretty good. I'll give it that. <laughs> okay, are we back to school now? Because my first note. <laughs> oh wait, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. No, no, or I'm missing anything else? Oh, I did have to point one very specific thing out okay. that is super not relevant, but I cared about a lot. Okay. We zoom in after the punch onto Sydney's face, and that girl is rocking the thick eyebrow trend twenty years before it happened. Oh, she was gorgeous. Fucking killed it. She Minimal makeup, huge eyebrows, mm-hmm. super two thousand. Yeah, super 2019. Yeah. Was feeling that yep. hard. Yeah. The one last thing. So we get back to Tatum's house and mm-hmm. Sydney gets another call. You got the wrong guy again. That's right. I forgot about that part. We go back well, to that's school. that's really fucking scary too. To yeah. Like think about like. Can you imagine getting a phone call like that? And like, At like fucking, how old are they? High 16? school, whatever. And she's already been through shit. And that wasn't she worried about that too with her mom? Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, I would cry. <sighs> Freaks me out. Well, she was with Dewey, so she was in good hands. <laughs> 25-year-old deputy from bullshit nowhere. Yep. Suburbia fuck my tits. Lives with his mom. Little sister kicks the shit out of him every day. Yep. <laughs> okay. So we're back at school. Why the fuck is she at school? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This poor girl has gone through so much. Give her a day off. That is the best also, question. Also, why is it still open? Well, that's what I was going to say. So we're back at school. The kids are just going fucking nuts. Okay. And Gail is harassing students for testimony. The fucking kid in the mask right on the hallway. I know. They just What like, an asshole. Just like, don't even think twice about other people's. Yeah, they're just like, oh, it's going to be funny. No. Yeah. no like, Shut up. You're not cool. God, you. Suck my ass, Chad. Use. Yeah, so Gail's running around harassing students. Stalking yeah, Sydney like per usual. Illegal. I think you can't. Be. There's no <laughs> way you could just be wandering the school property. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gail. She wants that story. She's an assertive woman, and I think that's something we need to touch on. But mm. I don't know how to talk about it but without she comes pissing off people off. As a bitch. Someone wrote up a feminist post for oh, her. Yeah, she's a hot, aggressive woman. So people yeah. are like, 
all the girls hate her, but all the boys want to be in her. Yeah. <laughs> they want to be in her. Yeah. So school finally gets canceled. A curfew is set. Okay, but not until yes. she sees her boyfriend that just got out of jail decide to go to school Shit. that day. Yes. I'm sorry, but if Why you just did go to jail. Why did he go to school? Is he, like, showing off? Look, huh, that is it. Or he was going to go talk to her, which is just as creepy. Such a fucking idiot. When he was talking about how his her mom died and she won't, like, touch his wiener anymore. Oh. Uh. Okay, we're gonna get to that because okay. I've got some right serious. Scene? I've got some serious concerns about that. Is this the right uh, scene? I think I have my next one. I call the party, and I think that's where it happens. Oh, I have like the principal scene. <gasps> oh shit! Tell me about the principal scene. Okay, first of all, I'm still going on about this douchebag. The Fonz. Um, yeah, yeah. John Ralphio's dad, <laughs> and I can't remember his name from the show. <laughs> Such an ass. Well, let's just call him Daddy. It's gonna bother so me. So Principal now. Daddy comes back on. Daddy. Daddy. I just wrote, "Girl almost got murdered, and you're still thinking about your dick." Fuck you, dude. Oh yeah. After he said, "I just want my girlfriend back." Oh my god, he can literally. S- like, sorry, your, her mom was fucking murdered, and she's been dealing with that instead of sucking your dick. You fucking asshole. Go lick a fucking taint. Also, John Ralphio's dad should not be around children. Like, yes, those kids were assholes for running around in the mask. But I feel like you shouldn't threaten to cut them open just like the killer yeah, did. that was insane. I, I don't was know like, how he has that job. Oh, uh, you wouldn't today. That would, like... No. Fonzie, daddy, Even I'm, like, I'm glad you got killed. Oh, rip. Yeah, rip. Yeah. The school gets canceled. A curfew is set. So, obviously, these stupid cunt kids throw a house party. <laughs> fucking stupid high school kids. Yeah. They just throw, we're just going to throw a giant house yeah, party. Yeah, ooh, there's a murder in town? Let's throw a party. Finally, they close the goddamn Damn school. school. Like, Jesus. And so this is where I went into the party. What, we're not going to talk about him dying? John Ralphio's dad? Oh, well, I mean, I, mean, I said died. Rip Daddy. I just laughed at the part the janitor was named Fred, and he was dressed as Freddy Krueger. <gasps> Did you know that the janitor is actually a cameo of the director, producer, whatever, of the movie? That's pretty dope. Pretty fucking cool that he put cool. himself in the movie. All right, well, rip John Ralphio's down. Yep. Bye, Daddy. Bye. So then we get to the party, and Billy, of course, like you had mentioned, is trying to bang Sydney again, because he's a gentleman. Yeah. And he fucking tells her, her mom has been dead for a year, so get over it. Yeah, it's fucked up. I loved her comeback, though. Ready mm-hmm. for this? I'm sorry that my traumatized life is an inconvenience to you and your perfect life. Don't apologize for your trauma. Fuck yes, queen. Okay, yeah, that was a redeeming part, but then... She but then she bangs him anyways. Yeah. I love that Dewey is like, his boss is like, don't let Sydney out of your sight. Let's her go to a fucking party with oh, underage yeah. drinking and drugs. And then he fucking shows up to the yeah, party. he's like, huh, just be careful driving. Why are you encouraging underage children? Did 90s, I don't. I don't understand the 90s, dude. I knew like that shit went on in like the 70s from the stories I've heard from like my parents. But like. <laughs> drinking in like cornfields. Yeah. Back roads. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Throw out the beer bottles out the window. Oh, hell yeah. We, I mean. P.S. Don't do that, but... No. Ubers and Lyfts are a thing now. Also, save the planet, recycle, thank you. Oh, yeah, that. (laughs) Forgot about that. (laughs) So she ends up banging him, and we're like, whatever. But as this is going on... Oh, this is before the bang. So before the bang... Before the bang! (laughs) I actually called it the Sydney and Billy sexcapade. I just call it sexy. I love it. So before that, they go into the... They call it the three main ways to stay alive in this horror movie, and... Oh, you're not gonna talk about Tatum? Oh, well, I, I'm getting there. Oh. I'm totally getting there. Am I there. not in the right order? I don't know. No, you're fine, dude. Okay. They have this clip, which we'll play for you now. Here it comes. What? Oh, blood is all wrong. Why do they do that? It's too red. Wait, here comes another. Hear me? Hear me? Yes! Yes! 
predictable. I knew he was gonna bite it. How can you watch this shit over and over? Shh. When do we see breasts? I want to see Jamie Lee's breasts. When do yes. we see Jamie yes. Lee's breasts? Breasts? Not until Trading Places in '83. Jamie Lee was always the virgin in horror movies. She never showed her tits till she went legit. Could afford a decent pair. <laughs> What'd you say? That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? You don't... Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Uh, have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a sin, it's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! See, you push the laws and you end up dead. Okay, I'll see you in the kitchen with a knife. And then Gail and Dewey show up to the party mm -hmm. after what I called a well-placed 90s guy lands on girl kissing <gasps> scene. Like from the Sorry. Fucking, fucking Lion King or something. Lion King? Do you know like he like rolled oh, yeah. in the ditch and it's just... <laughs> I love like, I was thinking of like... <laughs> not a kid's movie. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot that happened in The Lion King. You know what I mean? And so he, they like what for they like whatever happens and they roll oh. into this ditch and then he oh, just lands on top of me. Gail and, and they're they just start like making out. Oh, we're just going to make out while these kids are getting murdered. It's fine. Yeah. So Gail and Dewey show up to the party mm -hmm. with a cameraman to catch the killer. Mm -hmm. Placing a goddamn piece of shit camcorder in the house. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> How did no one see this, first of I all? I mean, well, they're drinking on drugs, so. Gotta love that 30 second delay on that camera. <laughs> did not plan like, that out. I was like, I don't get it. How is there a delay? It should be like instant. <laughs> uh, nope, no, not, not in those days. So now, now here we are, the Sydney and Billy sexcapade sex scene. I was just pissed this whole scene. I know, me too. I'm sorry. I don't know what you have notes for. Please it. tell me what you're thinking. Should he should apologize for the trauma just because he's making him feel bad that he doesn't get his dick touched. I know. But he made the mom sound like she was this god awful person and I'm oh, like yeah. Bro, she just banged another dude. Like it's Well and also fine. it's like you're you're slut shaming the mom and then being like, also touch my penis. She didn't know what the fuck she was doing, and she's lonely, and she lost her mom a year ago, and she's yeah. fucking scared, and now she just, like, is with this guy. Yeah, and she's like, maybe if I have sex with him, everything, everything will, will be, be fine. Better. Nope. Sex doesn't make things better, you guys. Nope. Sex isn't a band-aid. <laughs> damn it. I'll see his protection. What? Yeah, also, please. <laughs> Come on. Even in the 90s. Note about that. Tatum's already dead at that by the fucking uh, garage door. So she's having while while they're talking about how not to get murdered and mm -hmm. the sex scene is going on. All of a sudden, at the same time, our girl Tay is getting murdered out in the garage. Okay. Anyone notice her nips were out as soon as it like showed her in that garage scene? Oh yeah. Do you know what else happened? I, this was something in my quote unquote research, which was Wikipedia. So please don't judge me. They said. That she was so tiny that she f kept falling out of the garage door Aww. during the scene. So they had to, like, nail her shirt in so that she could, like, hang and pretend to be dead. 
That's all right, though. She got her tits out so she could... She got her tits. We got she, tits. She got the tits through the door. We got some titties. But that's about it. They were dead girl titties, but they were still titties. Don't worry. <laughs> Honestly, highlight of the movie. Yeah, but I said, so Stu just ignored his dead girlfriend in the garage door. Yeah. Seems fishy. Stu, you fucking dick. <laughs> After the shebang, the killer busts into the room, stabbing Billy in the back. Yes. Sydney runs out the house, almost gets hit by Gail in the fucking camera van. <laughs> Gail swerves, hits a tree, and is seemingly dead. And the car scene yes. scared the shit out of me. See, there are parts that, like, if you think yeah. about it, if it was your, like, yeah. I loved, I loved how she had to manually roll the window. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> so here, here she is trying to escape, realizes Ghostface has the keys. Yeah, when he shows her it, it's so scary. Oh my god. I just, I think it's kind of funny that he's, like, kind of fucking with her, like, cowering underneath the car. Just oh my going, god, hey. I know. That's kind of funny, except for the part where he goes in the trunk and she doesn't realize it. Ugh, that scares shit. I'm in the car. Ladies, I don't care how cute he is. Lock your windows. Mm-hmm. Check your backseat. Don't care what kind of mask he's wearing. Lock your, lock your windows. <laughs> lock your truck. Lock, lock all your doors. <laughs> my next, my next portion here, I call the Randy and Stu plot twist. <laughs> Was it though? <laughs> it's part of a twist of a twist. To start us off, Sydney, you know, she there's this traumatizing thing. She almost gets hit by fucking Gale in the van. Mm-hmm. She gets in her own vehicle. Ghost has the keys, whatever. She escapes, runs back into the house, and sees Stu and Randy in the kitchen, both claiming the other is the killer. What were oh, you thinking? That's right. What were you thinking at that Stu. time? Oh, yeah. God. I, Did you think one of them was? Yeah. I figured one of them was, and I figured it was Randy. No, I figured it was Stu because Randy was, like, in front of the TV uh-huh. when that happened, and then Stu just came out of nowhere all, like, sweaty and frantic, like, oh, God. Right, and you were already expecting yep. him because... Yep. Because he was suspecting him because of the the garage thing. Yes, the garage thing. That's when I was like, mm, he doesn't know his dead girlfriend just hanging from the garage. Yeah. Like, that's weird. Huh. And maybe that's why he's the one that suggested to go get beers, because he didn't want anyone, anyone else, else to, to see. see. But also, how do those two communicate during, like, their murdering spree? I, apparently, they had cell phones. That I don't know. <laughs> but, like, it, like, realistically, though, cell phones back in, the, in like, the 90s huh? didn't get good reception. He did ask her to go get a beer for him, so maybe he the other dude was waiting in the... May, that's going to um, be a mystery forever. Also, um, yeah, go ahead. Also, they're like... She's like, how did you know what to do? And they're like, we watched a few movies and took a few notes. I was like, well, that's what we're doing this podcast. Oh my god, yes. That's our podcast. We're not going to murder you, hopefully. My next favorite, and this is kind of where we're like, whoa, what could this be? Billy stumbles down the stairs takes the gun and shoots Randy and reveals his blood is fake, mm-hmm. licking it off his fucking fingers. Mm-mm. I would have noped out of there so fast. Cornstarch, baby. Just like in Carrie. So Bro. Billy and Stu are the killers and admit to killing Cindy's mother a mm-hmm. year prior. That's right, because she was fucking his dad. She and had an affair with the fucking dad. So how creepy that he killed Sydney's mom and then dated Sydney for that year. Ew. For that full year, trying to sleep with her. That alone is just terrifying to me. And the fact that he, like, bragged about it either. I know. He's like, I took your virginity. So, Bill and Stu also have Sydney's dad tied up in the closet. Oh, that's right. We found out where the dad was. And they plan to frame him for the murders by hurting themselves and then killing Sydney oh, yeah, and the dad. Oh, yeah, they stabbed each other. I forgot. Let's just stab each other real quick. It's going to be fine. Like, we're just yeah. going to, we're going to make it, we're going to frame him or set it up. Not a big deal. Still 
curious as to what dad's job is. No idea. No idea. We'll never know. Well, must play nice. (laughs) And that brings us to the big (laughs) O finale. Did you expect it to be Billy when you were watching it? I went back and forth. It wasn't a shock. It was like, okay, that makes sense. I was torn between Billy, Stu, Dewey, and the dad, which is what they wanted you to. Dewey would have been sweet. Yeah, I thought it was Dewey at one point. I'm like, he's being really suspicious because he took that reporter out for the woods. He's like, let's go for a walk. Yeah. Like, oh, that fucker's going to murder him. Yeah, that's how you die. It made sense it was two of them because there's just. There was too much murder for one. Because, and I also, I made a note when they were in the high school. How's a fucking dude walking around with, like, a mask on and no one's noticing? It's obviously, like, gotta be a student where, like, people would know who it was, so. Exactly. So. The big finale, that's where I kind (laughs) of added in uh, the Billy and the Stew thing where they inflict wounds on themselves, prepare to kill Sydney and the dad. This is when our bitch Gail busts through the door, not dead, holding Dewey's gun. I loved it so much. loved it. I loved it so much. Yes, Friends Queen. Can't kill her. She's on season three of Friends. <laughs> People love her far People too much. People would be so pissed if you did. They would be so pissed if you killed her off. She forgot this. She came in so People proud. People that don't know how to use guns just shouldn't pick one up. Oh, God. And I then, just want to put that up there. Just, honey, but she had all the right intentions. But then this is when we finally get to see Sydney shine. So Sydney fights back and kills Stu by dropping that fucking living room TV on his face. Like all the fake sound effects, dead. I cannot handle the fucking wires. The I was literally just shaking my head this whole last scene. I was like, this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Oh, I loved it. I don't know why I thought it was so stupid. I was just like... It's cheesy. It's che- it's cheesy classic horror is what it is. I know. Is what it is. I was kind of over it at that point. <laughs> I was like, just wrap yes. this shit up. Yes. Been, this is too long of a chase scene. I don't like it. Oh my God. It's so long. So many people died and I was just like, I'm so over You're it. You're like, I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't know why. She also shoots Billy in the head with the gun. She has avenged the death of Weary. her mother. And then Gail gets her big story at the end. Oh, yes. So Dewey and Randy are found alive and all seems to end well. (laughs) I do love the way they end it with Gail getting her shit together and actually filming it. And she says something like, this house is a scene of what seemed to be some real life scary movie. The end or is it? So overall thoughts, what were you thinking? I have final thoughts. Yes, please tell me your final thoughts. First three words are cheesy-ass movie. <laughs> but I like the theme of getting obsessed over horror movies so much that it makes a killer, and it does not surprise me that there were actually copycat killings after it. Yes. Because that's happened, that still happens today, like Slenderman and all that shit. Oh, like, shit, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And I put down the scariest parts that I thought. Um, him hiding in random parts of the house without the victim knowing. Ugh. That's like a literal nightmare. Also, him breaking through the car through the trunk. Because you're in closed space. And you, you can't get out. So my rating. I was going to say, give us your rating. Four cheeses and two knives. <laughs> yes. So four on the cheesy level for me and two, that's how much it scared me. So uh, first time podcasting, first time listeners, we are going to do our own rating system. It's totally made up. It has yep. zero point to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, rules are made up on the spot and none of it makes sense. You're welcome. <laughs> I am giving Scream 100 high fives and a three out of four rating on the stab charts. The stab charts. Okay, that's good. I'm calling it the stab charts. I said, 20 years later, the story has gone down as one of the greats in the horror movie history. It Mm -hmm. stuck around. People love it. The sequels are Mm -hmm. crazy fun. It's got, like, a cult following. People love these stupid movies. The fact that they're still now creating 
these series on MTV. It's just stuck around. And for me, classic. And that's that's our first podcast. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. For more ridiculous content, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under Stream Queens. Ta-da! All right. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.